explore that more because I feel like the people listening that are intuitive and have a version of that, Mm -hmm. being able to feel and feel into someone's intention, or maybe if they don't have that as a superpower, but have that as part of the experience where you're like, oh, this doesn't necessarily feel right, but they may feel like they're being judgmental. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about the difference between discerning? And and I think for women, this is incredibly important because I feel like we've been told we're judgmental, but really we're more discerning Mm. or we're more like, psychically reading things? Mm-hmm. That's a really great question. There's a gene key for this. There's the shadow of judgment with the gift and city of integrity. So ultimately, first and foremost, you don't have to lose your hearing to be able to just read people. I just so happened to have not been really listening that I was given a gift to be able to, that catapulted me into a realm beyond words. However, being an empath or feeling people is pretty common, actually. Now, the difference, the vibrational shift between judgment and integrity Mm -hmm. or judgment and discernment is judgment will create division. Therefore, saying Mm -hmm. that I am better than because I sense this in you or create some sort of energetic hierarchy that says, oh, because I'm sensing that in you, I'm therefore more evolved than you are or a little bit more spiritually superior, or I have something to figure out that you do not. That feeds the very frequency of division that is actually the very frequency of division when on a collective scale, the wars we see on the planet. So by continuing to feed the frequency of judgment, we're consciously or subconsciously actually feeding the division we see on this planet. That is our vibrational responsibilities, recognizing as within, so without. So what the discernment does is goes, oh, I sense that your words and your vibration are not matching. There is a slight essence that I'm feeling of not being in full integrity with what you're saying. Bless you in your path. May you always forever find truth. Mm-hmm. And my discernment is, I'm not going to share with you my inner worlds and my deepest jewels and riches because where you're at in your journey cannot fully hold what it is that I have to offer. I'm not making you less than. Bless you, sister. I'm also on my journey. I've also got stuff where I'm not in integrity. I'm also working on my own thing. But the discernment says, actually, I don't need to make a big deal of this. I'm just not going to hit you up to go hang out at the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, and I'm thinking about when we were kids Mm. and how our parents and just people who were like our authorities did that so often where their words didn't match the energy behind Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. And how as kids were so intuitive, so open and sensitive Mm -hmm. and how that can be incredibly painful and how I can imagine that it just shut off that ability to sense or not wanting to sense that anymore. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you as a child in that sense? Mm. First of all, I think it's a really great piece that you brought up around the genius of a child is that when a child feels sad, a child will just express that it feels sad. There's no shame or guilt. Oh, I'm feeling sad. Maybe I should hide that. Maybe I don't know how it's going to be perceived. There's not noise. There's not a lot of noise that which is needed, as we talked about earlier. 
So there's a genius to that because it just lets the energy and the emotion move through. Now, as we get older, then it becomes more noise because we've told by society, by our peers, by our schooling system, by television, by media, that we need to be a certain way to be accepted. And so anything outside of the norm is then judged and then we become our own greatest critic and we judge and shut that down. So as a child, I feel like I have a photo of myself as a child on my altar and that's the only person that I want to impress Mm. truly is who I was when I was six years old Mm. that photo of me that little girl that had so many dreams and had no inhibitions and shared and sang and danced and put on the funny sparkly outfits that's who I want (laughs) to impress and go hey how far have I drifted away from the genius Mm. of who I've always been because actually we came into this life with our genius we've just forgotten for a while and so as a child I was deeply sensitive and always creating, always playing, wasn't afraid to sing in front of my family's friends at Christmas time. And so she's my reference point. And I think that through, for me personally, through going through British boarding school Mm. and going through a very regimented way of being trained to who I was an adult, Mm. I was in the Royal Air Force in school. So trained military style. Every day, little by little, she started disappearing. And I started to go, oh, well, I've got to do something I don't want to do and make sacrifices to make money to eventually have the freedom to live a life that I choose because that's what I've been told and that's what I've been shown by my peers. But that's actually not the truest essence and the nature of the infinite reality in which we live and the possibility of the multidimensional selves in which we are, which we realize we're floating on a massive rock curling through space held into orbit by a giant ball of fire (laughs) if you look at the stars at night how can we forget that to be alive is the most magical thing (laughs) and so that's why i reference back to her because she remembered she actually never forgot i forgot (laughs) and so i put my sparkly boots on as an offering to her because she would have loved them And so it allows me to tap into the frequency of magic as a default because I kept her alive. Mm. And I think that the creative adult is the child that survived. Mm. That was a quote from somewhere. It's not an original quote. I don't know exactly where that came from. But the creative adult is the child that survived. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.